Section three of Child Harold's Pilgrimage, Canto four. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Alan Mapstone. Child Harold's Pilgrimage by George Gordon, Lord Byron. Canto four, verses forty two to fifty nine. Italia, O oh Italia, thou who hast the fatal gift of beauty, which became a funeral dower of present woes and past, on thy sweet brow is sorrow ploughed by shame, and annals graved in characters of flame. O God, that thou wert in thy nakedness less lovely or more powerful, and couldst claim thy right and all the robbers back, who press to shed thy blood and drink the tears of thy distress. Then mightst thou more appall, or, less desired, be homely and be peaceful, undeplored for thy destructive charms, then, still untired, would not be seen the armed torrents poured down the deep Alps, nor would the hostile horde of many nations' spoilers from the Po quaff blood and water, nor the stranger's sword be thy sad weapon of defence, and so, victor or vanquished, thou the slave of friend or foe. Wandering in youth, I trace the path of him, the Roman friend of Rome's least mortal mind, the friend of Tully. As my bark did skim the bright blue waters with a fanning wind, came Megara before me, and behind Aegina lay, Piraeus on the right, and Corinth on the left. I lay reclined along the prow, and saw all these unite in ruin, even as he had seen the desolate sight. For time hath not rebuilt them, but upreared barbaric dwellings on their shattered site, which only make more mourned and more endeared the few last rays of their far-scattered light, and the crushed relics of their vanished might. The Roman saw these tombs in his own age, these sepulchres of cities which excite sad wonder, and his yet surviving page, the mortal lesson bears, drawn from such a pilgrimage. That page is now before me, and on mine his country's ruin added to the mass of perished states he mourned in their decline, and I in desolation. All that was of then destruction is, and now, alas! Rome, Rome imperial, bows her to the storm, in the same dust and blackness, and we pass the skeleton of her titanic form, wrecks of another world whose ashes are still warm. Yet Italy, through every other land, thy wrongs should ring 
and shall from side to side mother of arts at once of arms thy hand was then our guardian and is still our guide parent of our religion whom the wide nations have knelt to for the keys of heaven europe repentant of her parricide shall yet redeem thee and all backward driven roll the barbarian tide and sue to be forgiven but arno wins us to her fair white walls where the etrurian athens claims and keeps a softer feeling for her fairy halls girt by her theatre of hills she reaps her corn and wine and oil and plenty leaps to laughing life with her redundant horn along the banks where smiling arno sweeps was modern luxury of commerce born and buried learning rose redeemed to a new morn there too the goddess loves in stone and fills the air around with beauty we inhale the ambrosial aspect which beheld instills part of its immortality the veil of heaven is half undrawn within the pale we stand and in that form and face behold what mind can make when nature's self would fail and to the fond idolaters of old envy the innate flash which such a soul could mould we gaze and turn away and know not where dazzled and drunk with beauty till the heart reels with its fullness there for ever there chained to the chariot of triumphal art we stand as captives and would not depart away there need no words nor terms precise the paltry jargon of the marble mart where pedantry gulls folly we have eyes blood pulse and breast confirm the darden shepherd's prize appearedst thou not to paris in this guise or more to deeply blessed anchias or in all thy perfect goddess ship when lies before thee thy own vanquished lord of wars and gazing in thy face toward a star laid on thy lap his eyes to thee upturn feeding on thy sweet cheek while thy lips are with lava kisses melting while they burn showered on his eyelids brow and mouth as from an urn glowing and circumfused in speechless love their full divinity inadequate that feeling to express or to improve the gods become as mortals and man's fate has moments like their brightest but the weight of earth recoils upon us let it go we can recall such visions and create from what has been or might be things which grow into thy statue's form and look like gods below i leave to learned fingers and wise hands the artist and his ape to teach and tell how well his connoisseurship understands 
the graceful bend and the voluptuous swell let these describe the undescribable i would not their vile breath should crisp the stream wherein that image shall for ever dwell the unruffled mirror of the loveliest dream that ever left the sky on the deep soul of beam in santa croce's holy precinct lie ashes which make it holier dust which is even in itself an immortality though there were nothing save the past and this the particle of those sublimities which have relapsed to chaos here repose angelo's alfieri's bones and his the starry galileo with his woes here machiavelli's earth returned to whence it rose these are four minds which like the elements might furnish forth creation italy time which hath wronged thee with ten thousand rents of thine imperial garment shall deny and hath denied to every other sky spirits which soar from ruin thy decay is still impregnate with divinity which gilds it with revivifying ray such as the great of yore canova is to-day but where repose the old etruscan three dante and petrarch and scarce less than they the bard of prose creative spirit he of the hundred tales of love where did they lay their bones distinguished from our common clay in death as life are they resolved to dust and have their country's marbles naught to say could not her quarries furnish forth one bust did they not to her breast their filial earth entrust ungrateful florence dante sleeps afar like scipio buried by the upbraiding shore thy factions in their worse than civil war proscribe the bard whose name for evermore their children's children would in vain adore with the remorse of ages and the crown which petrarch's laureate brow supremely wore upon the far and foreign soil had grown his life his fame his grave though rifled not thine own boccaccio to his parent earth bequeathed his dust and lies it not her great among with many a sweet and solemn requiem breathed or him who formed the tuscan siren's tongue that music in itself whose sounds are song the poetry of speech no even his tomb uptorn must bear the hyena bigot's wrong no more amidst the meaner dead find room nor claim a passing sigh because it told for whom and santa croce wants their mighty dust yet for this want more noted as of yore the caesar's pageant shorn of brutus bust did but of rome's best son remind her more happier ravenna 
on thy hoary shore fortress of falling empire honoured sleeps the immortal exile arqua too her store of tuneful relics proudly claims and keeps while florence vainly begs her banished dead and weeps end of section three